welcome to another edition of the podcast. It's April 30th. I got Diggler on the other line. He's about to join. We're not fucking around. We just uh, do it around to the podcast tonight. So uh, we thought we'd uh, just go hard, you know. Thought the best way to go hard was with um, start the show off with uh, my boy Phil Collins. And, uh, you know, who doesn't need a little Phil Collins in their life? I kind of felt like I did. Old one. So didn't lose Danny's number. Here he comes. Yo. Started the show off with some Phil Collins. Did you do the uh, Take Me Home or the uh, Sit With It in the Air Tonight? Ooh, I changed it up. I got one that you... Neither of those. Don't lose my number. Dude, I like the Take Me Home. It was a little too slow, so I... Maybe I'll use it for another show. But but you had you had me in a Phil Collins mood, so I th- I threw it in there. I thought it was good. It was a good start. And I just went fucking straight well, into it, so it's it's pretty raw. We'll have to see how it turns out. Well, either way, are you recording right now? Yeah, we're live, baby. All right. So, so are can, we going to talk about UFOs or what? Are we going to talk about what? UFOs or what? No, here's where we're going to start the show off. Uh, list of guests we should never have on the show ever again. List of guests we should never have on the show again. Well, we've had only so many shows, and we've only realized there's one guest that we shouldn't let back on. Number one, homeless Matt Sweeney. Number two. He was never on the show. Number one, homeless Matt Sweeney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's just blacklisted from the show altogether. He's going to have to. Number two, wig wearing girlfriend that lived at the house for six months. Number two is any girl that's ever dated Matt, homeless Matt Sweeney. Uh, number three is kind of a warm number three, but. Um, Backroom Kenny, I, 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 just, I, just, I don't know if I can bring him back on. Unless there's some good material that we hear, they're like, whoa. Well, it's our fault. How is, how is well, because we picked him? <laughs> no, we let him, we let him talk to him. No, no, he, he started to go, get, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It wasn't good. Well, he was back the whole certain conversation. There might have been like, a bit or two that was... It's our fault. It's our fault. There might have been like one or two bits that came out that was okay from that, but I'd say generally speaking, fucking garbage. Garbage show. Well, he did get arrested three times. Are you against a white man that's been arrested more than three times? Well, I thought he was trying to tell me that he um, got arrested for an MIP when he was 14. But then he, go, he was like, then he was like, but no, he did, he did, he did. 
that's the story? Because I thought he said, I looked 14, but I was in Pullman. I was like, whoa, did you go to WSU? And he's like, only for like a year. And, uh... No, he got a minor in position when he was like 18. He was he was going to college. All right, backroom Kenny. Backroom Kenny's not that inter- interesting. I gave him so many opportunities to talk about the comedy store and his other podcast. He wouldn't even drop the podcast that he's talking about to us. I think, I think he got a little too stoned before he got on. He took a hundred. At the end, he couldn't stop laughing. He's like, "I'm so stoned." I want him to listen to it because he's going to listen to himself and be like, I'm a fucking idiot. I mean, he's just, I mean, come on, man. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It could have easily been me or you on a bad day. Maybe he just had a bad day, but he went, he went a little overboard. Kenny, maybe. Hey, we're all going going a little little overboard during this uh, little lockdown. Kenny, maybe one day I'll reconsider it, but. I don't think I'm gonna ever have you on this show again. I'm just saying, and you know what? I'm surprised you haven't. I'm surprised you haven't cut me from the show yet. No, you're always on. You're always on. You've got you probably because of my hair. You you sometimes you got some bad habits of like talking over people just a little bit, but I mean I probably do too. We're gonna be picking out shit about each other where it's like, whoa, what the fuck are you're gonna. You're, you're well, gonna, when you no, 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 no. The thing, the thing with you is that you lead the conversation. You do. You do a good. You do a great job at leading the conversation. You try to lead it somewhere. Well, for one, I have and to. I have to because is, I know when it ends. I know what. I know how much time we have. No, but the thing is, is that if we had like a visual, like if I could see uh, whoever we're talking to, if I could see them starting to like put together words, I would cut back. It, it's it's one of those things I notice, like on the news and stuff, is that certain people I watch on the news they uh, they're at their house or you know their office they're they they don't get together anymore. So some people do talk over each other, and it's it, it's pretty hard to try to figure out how to not do that. It's the worst thing when you I mean you take like CNN or something like that even Fox News or whatever, they bring on like four people at a time. They're just yelling at each over each other, but they're all trying to make a point. Well, but the thing is, is that we've been doing a pretty good job at like, like if I hear you guys aren't going to listen to me, I shut up real quick. That's why, that's why you'll never be off the, off of this show ever, because I think for one, I got to stop doing them outside. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm outside. Um, but, um, I think that you've got social awareness to a point where it's like, you know, when to jump in, jump out. Listen, you're, if I'm, if I'm the MC, you're the, you're the, you're the color commentator. You're like the fucking Danny Bonaduce and, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm the Sarah. (laughs) All right. Hey, I'm the MC right now. I'm the MC. And you see a girl across the floor. What's your dream girl right now? Like, with everything you know in life, would you would you want to date somebody older right now? Would you want to date somebody with no kids, kids? Well, would you want to date somebody? Yeah, I mean, 
what, what, if you looked over and go, wow. Well, I would. What would you if you if you picked a hot girl? You'd be like, okay, she probably has two kids. I don't know if you saw pictures of her or anything, or I talked about her, but I was dating probably. I mean, a ten, just recently. Like, she's. We were together a couple of years ago, and then uh, we tried jumping back into it, but you know, it just. You got emotions running high and you got people who are trying to get things done uh so what do you do right it's like when do you pump the brakes or what do you know are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna that's the way i look at it like relationships now it's like i used to do a lot for a girl and now it's like i i will do I, I can do so much, but I'm not going to, like... I think you got to go into it with... Break uh, my morals. I think you got to go in, like, okay, you want you want a girl in your life. Every every man does, I would imagine. But you've got, and every girl does, vice versa. But I think the expectations have to be set very straight up. Like, here's what I want. I don't think there should be a change thing. Girls always want to change you. No, because 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 I I I have I have I change. I personally change. Like right now, like oh, we all do. We all do. But somebody's not going to tell me that you need to wear this, do that. I mean, it's like your girlfriend was telling you what to wear. Well, this is the thing with me now. The guy I become now is that um, I do the dishes. I take I, I take care of my old folks, so I just do stuff like parents would do. And I know I'm not going to be appreciated. I know nobody's going to say thank you. I just do it because somebody's got to. And once in a while, my dad goes, "Hey, thanks," and I'm like, you know, I. I kind of appreciate it, but I don't need it. It's like it's just part of my job. I think there's two thi- there's I'm two glad, things I'm, I'm going glad for I can you. Help you. There's two things going in that situation. Number one is it's your duty to be step up in their time of need, and I think it's their time of need. Would you disagree with that? Oh, they took care of me their whole life. I mean, but right now they it's could have taken me out of the world. But right right now it's their time of need. Correct. Hey, I'm very happy I'm able to do what I can do. How old are your parents? 80. It's their time. And on What's the f- that? It's their time of need. It's their final, uh, you know, curtain. Like, I mean, it's, you want to make them comfortable, blah, blah, blah. You know, you want to be a good son. We'll the- put it this way. This is their... Put it this way. This is the way I looked at it. I saw how when they had to put my mother's mother in a retirement home. And the only thing my grandmother said the whole time, she's like, so when do I get to go home? When do I get to go home? When do I? Not knowing that she's never going to be able to go home. Right. And... I, so I saw my mom put her mother through that because that's what you're supposed to do back then. And 
I mean, my grandmother lived in 99, but she never was able to go back to her home. And I told my parents, I go, hey, you're never going to have to worry about that. I'll always make sure that I'm around to just, like, once in a while my dad's testing. And then he tries to get up and he can't get up because he's been testing too long, you know? I mean... Real quick though, let's let's be let's have a, let's be real though. What happens when they can't take a shower and they can't you know take a shit by themselves? Are you really going to be putting in? I mean, you don't really put in effort like that. You just around. I've I've already I've already had situations where they thought they had to go to the bathroom. They tried to go to the bathroom. They went to the bathroom before they got there. We've already had to clean up a lot of those. I mean. So it's only going to get this, it's going to get worse it's it's going to get worse from here you know that Yeah but I can adapt I can learn to to do what they need to get done you know and my whole goal too is to be able to do this and still be able to work you know I don't want to be a burden on society or anything like that I just want my parents to you know be happy and, uh, you know, and it's not like I'm missing out. It's not like I have kids right now or, or a wife or a girlfriend. So I, I'm available to do something good in my life. You know, I, I haven't had kids. So, hey, maybe this is my kids right now. Maybe I got two 80-year-olds. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, you know, you know, one, one thing I mean, when, when it comes down to the whole dating situation, what you were talking about earlier, uh, unless they're blacked out drunk, like your, your, your teacher friend, I mean, she wasn't blacked out. Well, maybe she was, I don't know. She ended up at your house, but she, was cute. she, was cute. she, she was didn't, cute. she didn't know that she, she was going over to your parents' house and she didn't know that she was going to see them in the morning. Neither did I. I thought I was going to go over to her house. Then <laughs> you guys walk down, and there's like this old couple. Oh, no. They, there's this they, old couple watching Fox went, News in they, the living room. No, no, they went to bed. Oh, God. Do you, I, do you text came, them ahead I, of time? I came, no, I came downstairs, and I said, hey, get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm not going to let that poor girl do the walk of shame as the walk of shame in your 40s you're like a 17 year old living at your fucking parents house but you're 40 whatever you are and uh hard you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do i'm just saying that's kind of a damper on the on on like the whole setup process right i mean maybe not for you like you just kind of roll how you roll and i love that about you because like you just don't seem to you just let it go once in a while i once in a while, Doesn't I go out, you. I'm like, because, I mean, when you go out and meet people, they don't know what you got going on, right? You might have a million-dollar house. You might live on a boat. You might live in a fucking, uh, you know, fucking trailer. Who knows? But the thing is, is that once in a while, I get my... I want to know if I still got it, basically. And I'll go out with my friends, and and I know my situation. 
no, I'm not hiding anything. People go, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I, yeah, I caddy. I work at, you know, I sell golf clubs. And, uh, oh, by the way, I take care of my parents. When a girl hears you take care of your parents, they're like, oh, my God, you do? Oh, that's so And they love it. They love it. But when you bring them back home and they see that you take care of your <laughs> like, I don't know if I like this. They like, see they they say the reality of it. <laughs> you, still, you still sneak them upstairs because they're like, "Well, I'm already here. They're stuck because Uber already left." So you just sneak them upstairs. And I mean, honestly, I take care of my parents. I didn't know it was going to make you feel offended. I mean, listen. I think women want to be taken care of. I think that they need a man that, uh, I mean, this is a blanket statement because there's going to be some feminist bitches out there and disagree with this statement off the bat, but they want to be, they want a man to guide them. They want to be told what to do. And I think even the most feminist ones, they need just a stronger man. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that think that they're hot shit, they just needed even hotter shit fucking guy or at least no, Confidence-wise, to shut them down. Oh yes, no, they love don't, it. No, I know that there are certain people you're never going to be able to shut down. So you don't shut them down. No, you just let them no, do what they, they want. And no, no, you got to you got to realize that the ones you don't shut down, their guys are beta. Beta. Remember beta. Either an alpha or a beta. I understand. And if, with, and if you're with a strong girl, that if you're with a strong girl, great. But if you're with a strong girl that like, <sighs> I think you're confused about strong? this. I think you're confused it's, about this no. because you wouldn't ever be let them have the upper hand. I've heard you say, Oh, just, you know, let's go out there and see if we have a chance. No, we always have a chance. We control our own destiny. But we get in our own heads and we say shit like, well, let's just see if I have a chance. Bro, you always have a chance. And there's never any woman out there you can't approach and say, you're fucking beautiful. What's your name? That's you know it's funny you brought that up. You know it's funny you brought that up. I was in rehab, and we were talking about rehab. stuff. And I go, I just no seriously. I was in rehab, and uh, they asked me how do I, how I go through my day, and I go, I go through my day like I'm like I'm in a movie. Like if people were watching me. You know, if things, you know, if somebody was watching me, would they think I was a good person? You know, make good decisions and stuff like that. And so, you know, help somebody, you know, whatever. And uh, so I just kind of said it like that. And I remember there was this immigrant guy, you know, he was a legal Im immigrant and stuff, but he, uh, he sat there and he goes, he goes, hey, hey really appreciated what he said the other day because when I thought about like living my life like 
because he's all stressed out because he had some brothers that were pieces of shit and stuff like that. And I, I go, I, I try my hardest not to let people get to me because they're trying to get to me to affect me. But if they don't get to me, it pisses them off more than anything. So I just try to live my life like a movie. And he, and he, he said he was able to relax a lot. And like when people would try to piss him off, he didn't get upset anymore. So I just think it's like, if you do try to live your life like a movie, did might you, have a cool ending. When did you start? When did you come up with that? You always like, Me? yeah. When did you No, that, when I was in rehab, I was in rehab. I think that, I literally was in rehab. I think that's a good, good way of looking at it. Cause it kind of takes you out of your own head. But, uh, you know, I mean, for real, like, how do you want your well, life to be? You want to have fun, but you also don't want to be embarrassing. How do you want? Well, I mean, you control how far you want to take things to be embarrassing or not. You know. Yeah, but both of us. Yeah, but if me and you both are hanging out right now and like UP Station was open and we were like, oh, my God, we got like two hours. We would be kicked out of two bars. But the thing is, if we appreciate what we have. But you and don't. We think, and we look, we look at things like somebody else is looking at us. Like if, if we all of a sudden, both of us sit at a bar and the bartender looks at us like, what can I get for you? And we look at her and she's like, oh, fuck, I can't serve these guys. That's okay. You know what I mean? We're, because we're living our own movie at that point, and we're, you know, that's just not part of what they want going on at that point. But we're, we are living no, our, we are living our own movie at that point. <laughs> no, but you, you control your movie. If you, if you go have a good time with your friends, you get fucked up. Like hey, I said, that's fine. You just make sure you don't, you know, you don't have anything to do the next day or two. Like I said, sometimes you need to turn on your own entertainment system, and uh, that usually entails some shots of tequila and, um, you know, some blind confidence, and it usually happens that way, you know? I mean, when it comes... We all have our own volume control. Now, listen... If we're hanging out with certain friends, we turn it up a lot louder. If we're hanging out with crew, we put it at about a six or seven. That's someone we can't even get on the show because you you're too much of a pussy to even call him. Put him on three way right now. Let's ask him about this. You want to do it? He ain't gonna. Pick, well, you can call him, but he ain't gonna pick up. I'll give you a standard. He won't pick up for me, and I don't want you to text him right now because it will go ding ding right in the middle of the podcast. Put it like this. No, he won't. He won't pick up. There are certain he, friends that won't pick up. We've done five of these shows, trying to figure out our format or style or whatever and uh cutting our teeth per se and this it's guy and calling this, being, it's calling being real i i need i need real not what i need you to, i need you to play tech number two and figure out how to three-way call on your goddamn phone i need you to know how to uh figure out how to play my theme music Hey, I kept it to the same, you know, artist at least. Dude, 
lose my number, it starts. It starts out. Yeah, it starts out fucking. Starts out fucking like little like whoa what the. The other song starts out so fucking slow, bro. Like you want to start it out like super like. No, you got to get it like you got to you got like a minute and forty eight. Listen, minute and 48 is when you, like, okay. put it in there. Well, if you want to start making requests, make them specific like that because you want to start, like, you're opening up. We're inviting people to our party. I don't want to make them sad the first three seconds into the party. So you need to, like, pump it up. You know what I did for the other one with Kenny? I did Lover Boy Turn Me Loose. It's got that boom dee boom dee boom dee boom dee boom dee Yeah. Why don't you turn that, me loose? That sounds, that sounds like something good for a kid that looks fucking fourteen. Bro, it sound it sounded hot, and the, and uh, we're gonna continue to bring, you know, fucking energy at the top of the show. I do the toppers. Okay. I do the toppers. You can request whatever song you want, but it's got to be some energy. So I stuck it with Phil Collins. It, it, I did. I didn't like, the, I didn't like the, I didn't like the beginning of the, your selection. So sorry, I compromised okay. without without asking. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to critique me on? Well, I mean, you you like white claws. By the way, which which, which flavor are you drinking? <laughs> oh, I got the variety pack. I got uh What's in the variety pack? I don't even know. I got lime. I got uh grapefruit. I have black cherry. I have raspberry. Black cherries for sluts. They'd like it. I well I think ra- raspberry is probably the best one out of it. Okay. Let's say what? you have an opportunity to redo the house we used to live in. And let's uh, keep homeless Matt Sweeney out of the mix. How would you view a brand? I'm, I'm talking perfect bachelor pad. Is it is the is the refrigerator full of white claws and Coors Lights, or what are we? What's what's going on there? So we got the pool table. We got the garage going. What would you do first off, differently? First off, what we'd do, we would uh, knock out the wall where you used to live. We would have two rooms upstairs. We would uh, put in a half bath up there. And then you, you'd still have the shower and shit downstairs. Okay. But you would have the, you would have, you know, where the video game was. So upstairs, upstairs, two there. rooms, half bathroom, downstairs, fucking knock out the extra room that's next to the dining room, make it an extended dining room. No, 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 make it a uh, bar with a pool table in front of it. Make the pool table room bigger. Make the pool table room bigger. We had a pool table in the dining room. your room would become a bar with some uh, TVs behind it. See, that's the bar area. Like, the whole downstairs would just be a fucking bar. No, downstairs would just, it'd be like a speakeasy down there because it gets muddy and shit. You can't do anything about the water. Remember, it's flood every time. He just said, I think that what we should call the podcast. Mm. The speakeasy. 
Speakeasy. Yeah. Welcome to the Speakeasy. Or is that too fucking? <laughs> or is that gay? Nobody knows what the Speakeasy is anymore. Yeah, they do. They're they're making a comeback. There's a lot in Seattle, believe it or not. Yeah, but no. There's at least three that I know of. Speakeasy speakeasy 2.0? These speakeasies in Seattle are basically like (laughs) private, like, you know, you're Yeah, but call the name name Speakeasy 2.0. Why do you got to add the 2.0? Because it's an old term? No, it's the second generation of the same term. I just think you just leave leave the 2.0 off of it. Just, I don't think. Right, if you want to feel, I don't you think, want to feel old. I don't think that there's a, a podcast out there called the Speakeasy, and that's and that's the theme that we're showing. Hey, you're coming to our party. It's a speakeasy. It's a private speakeasy. Right? Hey, have you been to a speakeasy? Okay. Let, let me ask you that. You convince me. I'm not married to this term, by the way. I mean, I thought about calling this thing the garage. I thought about I thought about calling it the garage broadcasting from the garage because there's a fucking sweet uh, pool hall up in Seattle called the garage. And they've got a place we could set up and actually bring in some pool hustlers. That'd be fun. Um You like calling it the Brickshard? I like just calling it the podcast right now. I don't think that, I'm not married to that name. We call it the porch. I'm on my porch. You're probably on your porch. How about we call it two dicks on the deck? Dicks on the deck? <laughs> two dicks on the deck. Don't say two. Just say dick. Uh- and then if anybody asks you for a day, we could be like, that, that, kind, that, kind, that kind of sounds a little gay. I think people in Seattle might, but <laughs> certain neighborhoods might get the wrong impression on that. Two dicks on the deck. Well, it was just an idea. I like it. Just I keep, just keep, one of those. just keep those, keep the ideas flowing, man. Like not, there's no wrong answer here. There really isn't. But I think right now I've just been calling it the podcast, but that's a little too fucking generic. Cause if we're going to build a, an actual show it kind of has to have a brand like people need to be it needs to differentiate itself from others with a name yeah who's your favorite person on fox news right now just curious who's my favorite person on fox news you watch fox. waters world you like waters world i'm well, wa- I, i'm I, waters and this you is know, my world. You know the thing I like to, what I like to watch, <laughs> and I don't watch it all the time, but I like to watch the five. Oh yeah, that's fun. And uh, Jesse Waters is always on it. Juan Williams is always on it. And and uh, Jesse Waters has a good range of like keeping things simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you're talking about anything with politics and stuff, and I, I don't like to, like, bring politics up, but when things just make sense, it's like, in my opinion, we're complaining about a lot of stuff that 
we could actually take care of ourselves. Like if we actually were like, oh, I don't need the government for that. I could actually like work on my family. I could like try to be a better person. I could, you know, do certain things. I could be a better employee. I don't have to be a menace to society because I mean, when somebody gets to a point where they're like a menace to society and you throw them in jail and then you want to let a lot of people out because you don't want to risk them with the coronavirus, it's like, yeah, she, God. We're, 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 where do you, because I mean, they all about New York, right? A lot of protesters. They, they arrested a lot of protesters that uh, were just trying to say they want to go back to work. And, uh, you know, it's like where where do you where do you draw the line of arresting people and telling them they can't do something? It's you know, it's like if it, it, I, I just think if we all got together and let people just kind of flourish, just let people be. I mean, bro, Tom Brady got a fucking ticket for working out in a park in Tampa. His new his new hometown. Which, by the way, they, oh. they got Gronkowski. What is his name? He came to Tampa, too. Did you hear about that? No, Gronk is in the WWE. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he joined the WWE. He's also playing for the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Isn't that crazy? Is he? Yeah, totally. He did, did he sign, literally? Yeah. Well, I know Tom Brady did, but... Gronk did? Yeah, Gronk did. About a week or two ago. I wonder how they're going to do that. Because he did uh, sign something with the uh, WWE. Well, yeah, I mean, there's... He's going to do a, he's have to do a football game and do, do a fucking uh, elbow drop on fucking the big show. So that's fucked up right now. Like, So that's not... Even the WWE's not running right now because of coronavirus... Am I right or am I wrong? No, it is. No, it is. It is. It is. Are there people in the crowd? It's still it's it's still live with no crowd. Whoa, weird. No, it's no back when. Uh, How does that work? Nine eleven happened. Yeah. Huh? How does that? I haven't seen one. No, they uh, they test people and stuff, but back when nine eleven happened. Yeah. Uh, Vince, Vince McMahon went up to George Bush and said, Hey, we don't know if we should run the show. And, you know, cause they were somewhat friends or, you know, and, uh, he goes, no, you need to run the show because this is the American spirit. Uh, uh, and so he ran his show and, uh, they did a big patriotic, patriotic thing where everybody came out and sal- all the, uh, entertainers came out and saluted and shit pretty cool but um and then they did their matches and stuff because we all know it's fake it's it's entertainment right oh yeah totally so what they've been doing with the lockdown is that they've been uh they got this training facility in uh i forget where it is but it's a small spot but they they get to act their parts still there's just not a crowd no shit. So what what do they do when yeah. when, when what's his name comes They've out? They've been that, doing that for six weeks. So when Steve Austin comes out, they don't go what what. Well, they uh, 
they still do all their own lines and stuff. They talk shit. They have the behind the scenes things and stuff. But, uh, you know, it's actually very cool from my perspective, being a lifelong fan, like not a diehard fan, but like, I remember you know, Macho Man Randy Savage and Rowdy Piper and Hulk Hogan. And, you know, I remember all those guys and stuff. But looking back, being an adult now, looking back, seeing that and realizing that they're still doing it for the entertainment value, you know, even though like, it looks fake, it's, I mean, because you cannot say those fuckers are not athletic. Because the way they get hit, the the jumps they make, the shit they do. I don't think there's any argument about that. I think I think the reason people watch it is because like there's a there's a tone, there's an attitude that just people like they love that shit. They love to hear people talking shit to each other, even you if know it's what fake. It reminds me of? No, you're you're right. You know what it reminds me though is like if if me and you were friends and we were buff and we were like the best in our industry and stuff, wrestling is kind of like that. You can, you can, uh, it's how you want to hear a fight would actually happen. It's like sparring. You you know, you know what sparring is? Sparring is where you fight, but you try not to hurt the other person, right? Yeah. That's all they're doing. They're sparring, but a lot of those guys do it in such a, gymnastic way that it's like wow i mean that guy just jumped off the fucking top fucking listen rope and it's how it's how conor mcgregor is the only fucking him and brock lesnar are the only two people in mma history chael sonnen might be up there but they're the only three that talk shit before a fight like you should um, the Diaz brothers, the Diaz brothers might be in there, but they're trying to be, you know, themselves and be real about it. Cause that's where they came from. But you add all the those Diaz brothers just like to whoop ass. They like to just hit us hard. I mean, they're not about I mean, promoting they it. Ass. They're not about promoting it by talking too much shit. They like to talk shit, but they don't sell it. Yeah. They don't sell it. Like they're like, we'll see you in the ring. Yeah, they don't sell it. They're being actual about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, I'm... Conor McGregor will not only sell it, but the commercial after him selling it is his new bottle of whiskey. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, they just, they, they go over the, those guys go over the top. Chael, Brock, and uh, Conor are the only ones that would go over the top. And, I mean... Chael was the OG about it. He was before Brock, because I don't know if you know anything about Chael Sonnen, but he had two big... No. Okay, do you know who Anderson Silva is? Oh, yeah. Okay. He was the first guy to almost beat him. He was, I don't know, up in a five-round fight, he was up probably four, four to one, and Anderson came up with this miracle thing at the end with like 30 seconds left and choked him out and it was kind of controversial ending too because some people say he broke his leg like not too long after that right yeah 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 but in anderson's prime like he was like this like no one could fuck with him and he wouldn't talk shit and and he was always very 
gracious and thankful for everything and la 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 you know like a martial artist like a true martial artist should be is like you know they they're about the art but you know what you can be that all day right and that's not selling a fight like leota machida do you know who that is yeah nicest guy in the world he's not gonna talk shit in a presser He's not going to throw a chair and a presser. Conor McGregor will. He don't give a fuck. He's trying to sell his fight. You know what, Conor McGregor, if you think about it, he would have been a hell of a character in WWE. I think that's... He would have never made that much money, but goddamn, he would have been... I wouldn't put it past him. I I bet you the WWE has already reached out to him. But he's too small. Well, the... Well, no, we'll remember the WWE brought in uh, uh, Rousey. Yeah, I mean, she's she's got she's got attitude. No, yeah, but the thing is, the nice thing about a place like WWE is that it has characters, but it always brings in characters from the real field, like uh, brought in Mike Tyson. Did they? Remember that in the day? Never saw that. They brought in Mike Tyson as a guest referee uh, with him doing a match with uh, Vince McMahon's son. And so the whole thing is everybody knew Vince McMahon's son was going to cheat. And and, uh, the thing is that uh, uh, Tyson wasn't going to deal with that. So he beat the shit out of the kid. As, it was awesome. That's funny. I just think... No, that, it was awesome. It's just... Like, R- Rousey has attitude, okay? Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if I told you this or not, but I, I trained with her in L.A. once. And yeah, you did. She, she's, you know, she came there to train. She came there like it was her job. And, uh, you know, she didn't come in there talking shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean... She came in there because that's that's her job, and that's how she treated it. And uh, you know, I mean, which you should in training, but when it came to a fight, you know, she just let she was like a Diaz brother. She she just let it no, let it be known that she was coming to bring it, and that was it. Now, when you look at like Brock Lesnar, look at Brock Lesnar. He's talking about all. Cr- kinds of crazy shit and then and then connor you know he he brought it to another level so i mean connor is just like connor backs it up connor backs it up not when he fought mayweather well the he thing looked is like a punk. He, he looked like he, a punk no 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 if if there were if it was like a uh if there were leg kicks available in that fight, you got to remember Connor's not a, a boxer. Sure. He hits hard, sure, sure, but, but he, he's not a boxer. But he took he's he not boxed, a boxer. He he's took a looking, boxing. He's match. looking. Think about how hard it is. You've been chain. You've been training as a champion your entire life. You're you're the best in your industry, and you're all of a sudden now you're switching over to boxing against some guy, and you're supposed to act like you are as good as he is. 
Yeah. It's not going to happen because the thing is, is that Mayweather just let him. I mean, Mayweather knew Connor was strong, but he just waited till he was tired. Mayweather played his game. Because, because boxing is used to 12 rounds or 15 and, and UFC fights, the championship fight goes five rounds. So, I mean, you get somebody in the third, fourth round and then all of a sudden you're still dancing around because he can't take you down. It's not like he could tackle you and grapple you or anything, choke hold you. But you're still dancing around because he can't do any of the shit he's normally used to. And then all of a sudden you pop, 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 pop. And you, you know, because I, I, I have a lot of respect for uh, Mayweather. But, I mean, it's a, different, it's a different sport. It's a different animal. You know, Facebook, you know what I mean? Facebook, true. Um, Facebook knows that I like MMA because that, that's like all my friends and pretty much on Facebook, right? And yeah. uh, I see nothing but UFC uh, highlights on my fucking feed. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been seeing some great ones lately. Um, speaking of Connor. Speaking of the Diaz brothers, my favorite fight of all time is when Nate Diaz chokes out fucking Conor McGregor, dude. That's my favorite fight of all time because it was him basically, listen, a real motherfucker is going to take you out, and it was Nate Diaz. They had another they had another go at it, and Conor got the best of him, but... I don't know, man. Nate's a, Nate, Nate's a bad mo. He's a bad mo. He's he's he, he's really good. He's not both the, of those guys. You can't realize both of those guys if they if they get the chance, they're going to take it, or if they get the opportunity, they're going to jump on it. But the thing is, it's like when you get to that caliber, that whole weight thing—who weighs a little heavier, who has to drop weight, who loses muscle mass and stuff like that, that really plays into it, you know, and a lot of people don't think about that. It's like, you know, when you lose a lot of weight, does your, does your thoughts get less, you know, sharp because you're, you know, dealing with a diabetic thing. I mean, they, they go through a lot of weight shit. It's like, if you see everybody in their prime, that would be the key. If you could see Nate Diaz against Connor in their prime, at the exact weight class that they would dominate it, I still think Nate Diaz would take him. I'd like to see, I'd like to see Cowboy and Connor again. I thought Cowboy would give him a better fight, but that that ended quickly. Quickly. Well, he he didn't. He didn't. It's hard to see those elbows. You ever see those? You, you ever see those shoulders? The shoulders. You yeah. Ever see anybody? You see ever see anybody? Anybody? All of a sudden say, hey, you know, when somebody's leaning against me, I'm going to fucking pop them with my shoulder. Nobody's ever thought about that. Think about that. I know. Connor just said, Connor's like, this guy is resting his eye socket right up next to my elbow. I'm going to pop him. And he popped him. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, dude. It, It was just brilliant because nobody's ever thought about doing that. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, it was, it was definitely, it, it, it fucked Cowboy's eye up. I think he broke his orbital with his fucking shoulder. 
And, and, and you know what? It's not that he didn't see it coming. It's not that he didn't expect it. It's just that no one's ever really tried that. And um, shit happens. You know what pissed me off? You know what pissed me off? Is that I've watched that fight lately on like YouTube and shit. Yeah. And I've, uh, Joe Rogan did the uh, commentary, but also that guy from the basketball, and uh, uh, ESPN. He does the uh, basketball commentary. Okay. And he started like, he goes, he goes, yeah, we didn't really see anything, you know, you know, it was so quick, you know, and he's like, Cowboy just laid down and Joe Rogan goes, whoa, Cowboy has such an impressive record. He's got the most bonuses ever in UFC history. He's got the most knockouts in UFC history. He goes, I don't think he came down here and just laid down. He goes, I know because I remember Cowboy only had one uh, strike and it was a kick that was blocked. So he didn't have any strikes the whole thing. And he goes, Connor just got him. Connor was pre- prepared. He was ready. You know, he's, you know, he's he got did. his ass kicked by Wayton Mayweather and all this shit. But he showed up and he was ready to battle. And that's kind of what Joe Rogan said. And the other guy was like, I don't know, this guy, they didn't really show us anything. They, they were just kind of, you know, I mean, there's, he goes, no, there's, fights. he goes, no, when you get, he goes, when you get in a fight and somebody breaks your fucking eye socket and then breaks your nose. And now you can't see with the other eye that you had, <laughs> he goes, there's, there's nothing that's going to happen. I mean, there's a fight that I saw with Cowboy and um, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, is, mm-hmm. he was the 155 champion at one point, and he was a champion in another fight league, too. And Cowboy fucks him up, man. Like, it is the most dominant performance. And then you look at Cowboy versus uh, Ben Henderson. They had three fights against each other yeah man they're great fights and you look at conor mcgregor and the fights that he's had he's had some fucking amazing dominant uh fights i mean he fucked like one of the most dominant ones i've ever seen him in was him versus dennis siever i don't know if you ever saw that one but jesus christ conor just makes it look easy and siever's a top 10 guy um, fucking the knee against Jose Aldo. I mean, Jose Aldo was like the Anderson Silva of the featherweight division for a long time. He was doing what Connor did to him to everybody else. I mean, he was just taking him out like quick, boom, boom. And uh, you know, when he gave him that knee and finished him off, like fuck, dude, it was. Game changer. That was that was his launching pad. Was that fight against Aldo? But uh, I don't know. There man. are so many great fighters. There's so many great fighters that we've seen before. It's just how they adapt. It's like the Connor's, out, Connor's like, adapted the best. <laughs> I mean, I still am not a fan. I just don't like him. I I think that there's some. You know, Khabib is the best. Khabib is the best. Have you ever seen that? 
watch the Khabib Connor fight. That's pro- actually I think I like that fight better, ten times better than I like the Nate one. But the the Nate <laughs> Nate Nate was the first. Didn't 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 Connor throw a chair through Khabib's bust or some shit? Well, uh, Khabib jumped the fence, and he went after Connor's trainer. I think something crazy like that. There was a whole big. Well, no, but I mean, didn't Connor? Didn't Connor fly with a whole bunch of pros? I then did. went to like Madison Square Garden and grab fucking shit and throw it through the window and actually hurt one of the fighters. Oh, probably. I mean, there's just been so much. Just another day at the office. You're just like, ah, there's just been so many fucking tragic things that have happened. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, really again, I mean, fucking, oh God. In other MMA news, not to totally shift gears, but, uh, you know, John Jones, right? Oh yeah. Do you know, he just got nailed for another DUI like a month ago. Oh, figure, man. So it's all on the internet. Uh, there's a video of the body cam that the cop wore when they found him. And they're like, hey. When they found him? So they didn't pull him over? They, they found him. I, I guess they pulled him over. I don't know. But they, 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 they pull, let's just say they pull him over. I, don't, I, just, I just see the body cam when they approach the car, okay? So yeah. fucking... Um, they walk up to him and they're like, hey, do you know anything about those gunshots or that gunshot that just happened? John Jones like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. It could have came from anywhere. So anyways, they can tell that he's fucked up. He's got weed shavings all over himself. And they're like, what's that green substance all over you? Like he was like, you know, grinding weed and it got all over him. In the car. Oh, yeah. On him. Like on his like body, like his shirt and everything. There's just weed shavings all over. He's got an open container in the car that the cop sees, and they're like, "All right, get out of the car. You know, we bring that open container out that we see." Blah blah blah. And they start searching the car, and they find a gun. Oh no! So like the you know, you know. He was the one that shot it. And this was like March 26th, like 10 days into quarantine for the whole nation, right? So Mm -hmm. he's just out there like a sitting duck, shooting fucking shots into the goddamn air. The cops hear it. They see him. He's the only one out. They pull him over. He's got an open container, weed shavings all over him. He's kind of fucked up, and he's like, well, what are, you, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm just out. You know, I just wanted to take a drive. <laughs> I mean, look it up on YouTube, dude. John Jones, DUI 2020, dude. It's fucking, like, what? Like, how? Hey, how, we, all, we all make mistakes. I mean, how stupid could you be? But you're right. We do make mistakes. We all could be stupid. But I couldn't believe that he got nailed again because he's gotten nailed for a DUI before. So this is like his second, just like homeless Matt Sweeney. Oh, he's he's just Trapper Trailer. Uh, uh, what's his name? What, what was that name? Uh, uh, leisure shoot, leisure, le, leisure suit, 
Larry. Remember that? I don't. <laughs> Who's Leisure Shoot? Leisure Shoot Larry. Who's Leisure, Leisure Shoot Larry? Shoot? Yeah, shoot. it was a creepy guy. They made video games about him in the 80s. Really? Literally. Yes. And he reminds me exactly of Sweeney. So every time you say fucking homeless Sweeney, I think leisure suit trailer fucking homeless Matt Sweeney <laughs> trailer park Matt Sweeney. Well, he's got a trailer. You know, you know, he's bringing over his meth girlfriends to his trailer during quarantine. He's just putting himself. Out. He he don't give a fuck. No, I probably I I never want to see that girl again anyway. How much do you think that uh, she showed up with her suit, suitcase to his trailer? <laughs> How many girls have shown up to your trailer with their suitcase? Oh, homeless it, Matt Sweeney. It's not like it's not like the last time I'll bring a girl over to his house that I used to know before. Dude, I did I tell you I I don't know if I told you on the phone or through text, but. I I talked to uh, Stephanie about uh, that whole situation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You told me all about that. She's you like, don't want to do that on a podcast. Why not? Why not? Well, it's something's just it. Well, she's like, yo, your boy's twisted when he doesn't get his way. Kept trying to call. We know creepy. He kept trying to call call her his girlfriend like over and over and over again and she's like uh no. yeah right and uh he's like yeah no or she's like yeah no uh i'm going to california sorry man i lo- love you but bye and i guess you know it's funny I remember, I remember when he came home he came back home to work yeah and he just got back from uh the vacation. I forget where they were at. Vegas. Go, oh. I go, hey, uh, hey, man, how was your vacation? And he goes, yeah, we are out for like three days. And then she finally goes, oh, I got to let you know I'm dating somebody. I was like, what? He's all grumpy. Yeah, Steph said. That, Steph, Steph, said Steph said that uh, she was. He was trying to go through her phone. Like he, gra- oh, yeah, he, did. he grabbed her phone from her and went started going through her phone and accused her of cheating. And he's like, she's like, but we're not. And she's like, we're not seeing each other. We're, we're not together. So what are you doing? And then he started getting super pissed. And I'm like, wow, I've heard this story before. Get somebody. Well, fuck. You know, I mean, not to. You did what? What'd you say? Oh, I was talking to Papa Brooks. Oh, Papa. Oh, you had popsicles? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you just cook some? You know, we could three-way call him in. Bring in Papa Brooks well, hey, as a guest. Well, he, we're talking about food now. Hold on. I know. We got to work on those. Well, where's the sauce for those? We're just, I like soy sauce. This is who he's taking care of, Papa Brooks. I'm going to have this rice that has, like, sodium. If I have a heart attack, it's right on the mouth. Oh, Dad, yeah, yeah. we're, we're okay for the quarantine. 
We're just going to eat a lot of pot stickers. I hope there's no bat in them. <laughs> no. No. Dad says no. no. That, Dad says it's bat free. Hey, let's bring your dad on the podcast. Let's three-way call him on for one. You bring the edible. What? Yeah. That, ooh. I think that we'll uh, we should... You know what I saw recently was uh, Tiger Woods getting like the Medal of Freedom from Trump after winning the Masters. Do you see that? Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know that happened. You don't listen to the news much. I guess not. No, I'm talking to Brad on the phone still. Hey, uh, are we done with the pod? We've got like two minutes left. Are you you done with the pod? No, I'm not done with the pod. I'm just trying to help my dad, and I don't want to. I'm talking to one of you and the other, and then my dad's like, what did you say? That's five stickers. I like this. All right, well, let's wrap it up then. I think we'll just call it an end, and uh, we'll do another one soon. Uh, Definitely, definitely, definitely. What's tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's the first of the month. Let's do a first of the month podcast. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. There you go. There you go. So we've got, um, and I'm looking at the time on our podcast here, our, on my phone. We do about an hour. So, uh, you know, think about the time, our time for next time. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go. And that's a wrap. All right. Cool, brother. Talk to you tomorrow. That's a wrap. Later, brother. Bye.